Welcome back to the Die by the Sword podcast. Before we get into this week's episode, we do want to thank Ed and Gavin over at Midnight Syndicate for the use of their music in our show. You can check out their stuff at www.midnightsyndicate.com. We also want to thank Sword Coast Soundscapes for the use of the ambient sounds that he provides. You can check out his stuff at youtube.com slash swordcoastsoundscapes. Don't forget to check out our website as well at www.diebythesordpodcast.com where you can check out our cast bios, character sketches, our merch store, and more. As always, feel free to reach out to us at diebythesordpodcast at gmail.com and don't forget to leave a great review wherever you listen to us. All right, let's get into the episode. Take two with this recording, huh? Yeah, yeah. This this blizzard got us uh got us messed up. Yeah, I mean, and I hadn't to do it. We we <laughs> tried to record, but and we were doing so well with our you know our banter was great before the episode. We got into the fight and none of it saved. Nope. Yeah, I'd like to go with the freeze. The freeze was the issue. <laughs> yeah, best banter we've ever had in however many episodes, and it all got wiped out. <laughs> we were also we relaxed and just it was flowing. Yeah, can't thaw it out. It's not going anywhere. Mm-mm. Texas now understands why Mister Freeze is a viable villain from Batman. <laughs> I yes. used to see you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I would, uh, I, I could be defeated by just, just somebody with. A fan. I'm. I'm not a. I do not like the cold. Man, Killer Frost can take you out. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone I'm throw the same an way. ice cube at my head, and they can take me out. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. See, I I love yeah. the cold, but yeah, but it's it's nice when you have a place to go back away from the cold. Yes, and not when your house is even colder than outside. <laughs> no, <that's laughs> yeah, true. this is true. Because like. In Texas, we deal with, especially North Texas, we deal with, you know, winter weather at least once a year. It's usually like minimal, but we all get excited because, hey, it's snow. We never see it. Uh, we got more snow than usual. So that was nice. Everybody wanted to go play in it, but there was no way to warm back up after you went and played in it. So nobody played in it. <laughs> I, as a matter of fact, I don't think that I saw any snowmen. You know, walking around the neighborhood, even though I didn't walk around the neighborhood, but, you know, from my porch, I couldn't see any snowmen or anything like that. I didn't see anybody playing in it. There were, on my street, there's the house next to us. They built, like, a little family of snowmen to represent them, so that was kind of cute. Oh, you mean, like, those window stickers? Yeah. (laughs) And then a few houses down, they actually built an igloo. Ah. Oh wow! Oh, That's I built. Awesome. I did that when I was a, a kid, and it, we had one of these snowstorms. Um, I we built we we had uh, those um, recycling bins that that not the push carts, but they were like bins, like and we used them like bricks. We just filled it up with snow. Mm-hmm. We had a snowball war, like a neighborhood snowball war. That's cool. <laughs> see, until I moved up to like the Dallas area, I didn't really see much snow because Waco was just. Ice. That's all we got. 
And so we we did build an igloo once out of ice. I've never seen one done out of snow before. Oh, I'm I'm used to snow because I grew up in the snow, and you know we I lived on top of the mountain, and from our backyard, the rest of the mountain, it would be like frozen for three months. So kind of used to it. And the funny thing is we used to uh, build, you know, we would, we would make snowballs and our goal was to see how far off the mountain we could throw it. Cause if you can get it far enough out, it will land downtown, which is in the Valley. <laughs> oh, is it like that basketball they dropped down the dam that just. Yes. Goes and off? it will do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can do that. Although, uh, if anyone is listening from West Virginia, I didn't do that. It wasn't me. Yeah, anybody who might have gotten <laughs> smacked in the head with a random snowball. Snowball. It wasn't hey, I think, me. I think Put the rock in the stat- middle of it. Statue of Limitations is up. <laughs> Way up. A cold case file opens at this exact moment. Get it? Cold case. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Yeah, we were without power for three days. And so, like you said, I didn't want to go play in the snow too much. But we did go early on in the first day when we didn't when we thought it was just going to be rolling blackouts and our power to be back on shortly. (laughs) Oh, such fools. But yeah, so we we went out and the snow was actually too powdery to pack into snowballs or snowmen because Mariah was like, how do you make a snowman? I'm like. I don't know. It seems easy enough here. Let's try. And we like gathered the snow up and it would just fall apart. It wasn't until it started getting melting that it was enough to pack. And so then we're like, I built my first snowman with her. And so it was like, you're just supposed to roll it into a ball and then you roll the ball on the ground. And so then we were just amazed at how easy that was. (laughs) See, I learned about that uh, last year when I was in Colorado. It was uh, it's called dry snow, which I had never heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah it but, would be great for skiing from what i understand yeah i'd never heard that because it was it was never dry here i mean that again we made we made stuff uh, right because it was never that cold when it snowed it was always probably humid and kind of warm yeah right it, it would hover around 30 it would not drop below you know what was below it? zero yeah yeah get down <laughs> to negative two up here yep the second coldest temperature ever recorded in the Dallas area. And I never want to see it again. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit too cold for me. Yeah. I, I, I always said, I'm like, give me 95 over 25 any day. Oh, no, no. no. I, I'll take the 25. 25 is fine. You just want electricity and water. Yes. Because <laughs> I, the fact that we didn't have power and we're not used to this, like, a lot of people had issues with pipes freezing and bursting. There's tons of damage everywhere from pipes bursting. My sister's house in Houston, they've now, the pipe has thawed, but has also like clogged up in different places. So they're basically going to have to have almost the entire house repiped. Oh, man. Dang. That's so, a lot. That's harsh. Uh, I did have pipes freeze, but no breakage. Yeah, me, me too. Thank, thank the Lord. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen any damage. We did have one pipe. The one Our kitchen faces the outside wall, so that one froze. And then our pool completely froze over. But luckily, when we didn't get power for a while, I went out and like let air into the system to hopefully flush air into the system and flush some water out. And so I haven't seen any leaking yet from it. So I think we're okay there, too. But it's weird to see the pool frozen over and like my daughter able to stand on it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a friend of mine, he he had water in his hot tub on Tuesday night. He looked again after the snowstorm and it was totally empty. And I'm like, uh, I think he got a bleak. Yeah. yeah. Like with the with it being as cold as it was and people not having electricity, some people's houses, it was getting below freezing inside the house. Right. Because I saw pictures yeah. of a friend of mine that because they were worried about water, they like filled up their bathtub to have water that they could use to, to you know heat up or whatever. And it froze over in their house. Oh, wow. No. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it only got to 40 something. Uh, the upper 40s in our house only got to. Yeah, it's, it's the upper 40s in our house. Well, then your house is better insulated than theirs was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gary and his family uh, apparently made like a little little house fort, little little pillow fort and all <laughs> got together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was out there splitting wood every couple of days just because uh, I, you know, I like to smoke a lot of meats during, you know, warmer months. And so I had a lot of wood out there that was, you know, available to be split. So I'm like splitting wood, trying to warm up during the day and put throwing it on fire at night. And... So when I was in Boy Scouts, they said not to wear a lot because if you do that or exert yourself, you're going to sweat. And then when you sweat, that's going to make you colder. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying not to break, break a sweat. That's what I was actually telling my daughter, too. I was like, so we're going to do this, but try not to like overexert yourself because you don't want to, you know, start sweating when you can't get warm again. And then mm-hmm. I was telling you guys last time uh, on the recording that got tanked that uh, my one mission the whole time also was to save my large aquarium. It's 125 gallons. And luckily we have a hot water heater that runs on gas. So I was filling up with like scalding water, like jugs and stuff and floating them in the aquarium every few hours to try to keep the temperature up. And I think it worked. Everything seems to survive so far. So that was good. Oh, even the big tank was the big tank. Okay. Yeah. The big tank was fine. Thank God. And the small ones too. So yeah, everything seems to survive. That's good. Moral of the story is Texas is not prepared for super cold weather. No. Also buy a house by the hospital because they won't shut your power off. Yes. Also that. Or yes, I learned that. Home. Yes. <laughs> My power stayed on because I'm between two hospitals. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or join the U.S. grid. But, you know. <laughs> I mean, there's that. <laughs> or if you're going to be on your own grid, winterize your damn equipment. <laughs> Man. Yeah. But yes, again, thankful to John and Mark for allowing us to come over and escape our frozen tundra of our house. Because we have a fireplace, but couldn't find wood anywhere to burn so couldn't exactly stay warm here but apparently we were proactive enough in dripping the faucets and everything that none of our pipes actually froze that's good Can't do drip in drip, drip that in. is good yes <laughs> and it's amazing that you have a run on firewood and you can't find firewood <laughs> yep yeah i know where there's some over at gary's house right <laughs> yeah i still got i still got some left you guys need <laughs> Gary goes out to his backyard, just just gone during during, during <laughs> the whole thing. Where did all my where did my wood go? Yeah, <laughs> or he could be like one of those. I saw like um, I think it was bottled water at a CVS or something like that. They were charging like like a hundred dollars for a, like a twenty four pack of water or something. Oh, that, is, Jesus. that is called That's price gouging, and that is illegal. <laughs> yeah, they were posting that like stuff like that on Facebook where you know. Uh, different stores were just charging outrageous prices for everyday items. No, it's ridiculous yeah. is these 
electricity companies that are gouging their prices up because oh the de- the supply wasn't meeting the demand. Like yeah, All because right. it's your freaking fault that there wasn't enough supply. <laughs> <laughs> you did this then, to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then well, the latest thing is they're like, oh well, now it's your fault because you got a variable rate plan or whatever. I'm like, that's pretty messed up to say to people. Mm-hmm. That is super no. messed up to. Save people. What's messed up is the Public Utility Commission changed the cap on the amount that could be charged in the middle of the storm. Yeah. Right? That was bad. And it was a ridiculous amount, too, because it went from, like, what was it, $360 per megawatt hour to 9000 per megawatt hour. <laughs> Good Lord. So now your your rates, the cap is now no longer, like, 36 cents a kilowatt hour it's now nine dollars a kilowatt hour (laughs) if you agree just say nothing and shiver right (laughs) and so to to give you a perspective my house has does thirty five thousand kilowatt hours a month so that's you shouldn't have you shouldn't have a mansion then right i was gonna say what are you running a strobe light (laughs) that uh the, it's the disco, yeah. It's a rave. <laughs> are you running the? Uh, you have like lawn ornaments that are just like Christmas vacation twenty four seven. You can't even see his house because you literally can't see his house because of all the lights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you you said like thirty five thousand kilowatt hours, and let's see if they they did the cap of nine dollars a kilowatt hour. That would, your electricity bill would be three hundred and fifteen thousand dollars. Who, my goodness, for one month? Yes, for one month. Which they're doing these ridiculous prices because there are people that are getting like these six and like up to fifteen thousand dollar electric bills. Yeah, and one one of them is one of my friends from college, and the worst part is he has his electric bill on auto draft each month, and so they just <clears> wiped his bank account out because it was a six thousand dollar electric bill. Oh my god! Uh uh-uh. uh. See, that's the kind of thing that I consider myself a pretty fairly even-tempered person who wouldn't like seek revenge on somebody, but that might do it. Hmm. Gary, Gary's going to become a vigilante to <laughs> get back at the electricity company, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's going to start producing solar power. At his house and giving it to the poor, <laughs> right? <laughs> and what, like bags? I don't, I don't know how he transports it, but it just it works somehow. It's Man. part of my powers. We had a guy he stores it. We had a guy knock on the door today, offering like solar panels and stuff. I'm like, I'm actually considering this now. Mm-hmm. It's funny because until you know, oh, like four years ago when they stopped doing the rebate for the solar panels. I was I was like, oh, that'd be kind of a cool idea to do it, and they stopped the rebate stuff. And then I was like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a friend that does have solar solar panels on his house, and even though they don't do the rebates for it, he keeps like this reserve of power, and so his electricity mm-hmm. bills are zero dollars each month because he's got this yeah. reserve. And when they shut off the elect shut off the grid, he still had that reserve power, so he's able to keep his electricity on, and he just used that. Yeah, but he finally got an electric bill that he had to pay for this month, and it was a hundred something dollars. Boo hoo! Wow. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so shocking. Well, yes, it's power, so it would be shocking. There you go. 
<laughs> yeah, and any, and for anybody listening that heard like that isn't from Texas and heard that they were doing rolling blackouts, um, the the rolling quote unquote was undetermined by anybody, and some places just got shut off for days. Some people got shut off for like eight, ten hours at a time, and some people just every two hours got rolling. So I don't know what the schedule was on that. Yeah, my mom got <laughs> shut off for a couple days before my brother had to go get her. Um, uh, he lives like in an hour away from her. I'm closer, but I didn't have water, so mm-hmm. I couldn't take her. Yeah. Up here, we had like the multiple days of blackout uh, where my mom is, you know, closer to Waco. They had the an hour on, an hour off, hour on, hour off. So actual rolling blackouts. And then in Houston, it was like, I think my sister was without power for 36 hours. Right. Exactly. That's yeah. not a roll. That's no. just a, that's just, that's a, just a, you don't have an hour. <laughs> yeah. And I, I saw a news article that apparently ERCOT has mentioned that the Texas grid was four minutes and 57 seconds from catastrophic failure, which would have resulted in blackout for months. Yep. Oh, I read no. that too. Because we're supposed to be operating at, what was it, 65 megahertz was like the power you're supposed to be generating at. Mm-hmm. And so they were getting out of sync all the way up to like 60. No, it's supposed to be at 66 and they were going out of sync to like 65. Was that it? Something like that. And so that feed, it creates like a weird feedback loop of power where it essentially would destroy the power plant, like sending power into the grid. And so that's why they're having to like just wholesale cut people off the grid and like shunt power off of like, so that the grid wouldn't, they wouldn't uh, get the grid out of sync or something weird like that. And it was like fascinating to read, but it was like, how the heck did we get there? Right. And also I was seeing what might've saved us too was, uh, I don't know if this is in the same article you're reading was it was solar when solar started coming back on in the morning that's when the grid started to stabilize just enough for it to not have to be totally like irreparably shut down. Mm -hmm. So see people, green energy is a good thing. It saved us. Yeah. (laughs) The sun is good. We all like it. Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, as a ginger, I may bitch about the sun, but it has its benefits. I admit it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I do need SPF a lot. Yeah. (laughs) As I call it SPF vampire. (laughs) That's true. You are super pasty. <laughs> I come from the land of pale pasty people. Yes. <laughs> Keith, do you tan? Do you, do you get, do you, uh, how do you fare in the sun? I do. I do the farmer's tan 100%. Like my arms okay. and legs get super dark, but if I took off my shirt and tried to tan, I would just turn into a lobster. Gotcha. Yeah. So speaking of, uh, pasty people, you got some, whites in this room you guys are about to fight Ooh, yeah and i'm looking forward to that who does remember what happened last week to give a recap which for us was like four weeks ago <laughs> right yeah uh, so the storm the, the, the failed recording oh yeah so we had as richard was our guest uh our guest guest spot Mm-hmm. And oh, that, him yeah. and his dad went off on their own mission. Uh, well, him, his dad are with the prince's wolves trying to do the demon wolf thing, trying to distract them. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to go do their own thing, trying to heal his dad up. Right. 
Um, and we kind of wandered over here into this uh, little area. Do you remember why you came to this building? We it's were the armory. To. It is the armory. What's in the armory? Um, armory. Oh, of, the, the heart of Lockestain. There you go. <laughs> you were told that uh, Kavlakasane's heart was being held in a stone vase in the armory. So I'm going to take a wild, wild guess and say that that fountain looking thing is the stone vase. I mean, it's the closest thing I could find to a stone vase. I think it works pretty well, though. It yeah. looks stony. It's like a stone vase on a pedestal. I'm good with it. Yeah. But yes, you guys wandered into this armory. You got inside. You notice how empty it kind of is. Stone vase sitting in the center of the room. And then the doors slam shut behind you. And four regular looking whites and one very mean stronger-looking white are here to basically have a knockdown, drag-out fight. <sighs> and we are rolling for initiative. Okay. Oof. Oh, no. Stupid scary monsters. I'm tired of y'all. All right. Ready for those initiatives? Diego. Diego got a 21. 21. Cabal. Cabal also got a 21. Ooh. Who has the higher initiative bonus? Mine's a five. That is way higher than mine. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Showbear. 23. 23. Makes our debate null. (laughs) And Renly. 15. 15. And what? Oh. Oh. But I will say his artwork is looking fantastic on the website. Yes, it does. <laughs> he's he's looking, looking really cute. good. Now everyone can look and see what he looks like. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Sad day. But yes, for those who haven't seen the updated character art on the website, it is available. So be sure to check those out. Uh, and we are starting this combat off with Showbear. Oh, man. Okay, so these four columns here in the room that are on, you know, basically the four corners of the room. Do they go straight up to the ceiling? Are they holding this room up, or how does that work? Yes, they do go all the way up to the ceiling. Okay. Uh, okay, so this is pretty The story tough. of a girl? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who cried a driver and drowned the whole world? Ah, that's the lyric I couldn't... I love that song! Yes! <laughs> So let's just talk about songs instead of getting uh, all killed right here, guys. <laughs> um, but no. It's the musical oh, okay. episode. <laughs> yeah. It's a dance break all of a sudden. Right. <laughs> the monsters start dancing with us. <laughs> I rolled a one. I rolled a one. <laughs> Check out the interludes on our Die by the Sword TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so... I guess Chaubert is going to move to his east <laughs> to the uh, and be kind of catty corner with Diego. So it's going to be 25 feet away. So it's going to give him his opportunity for sneak attack. He's going to use his bow 
on the white that looks like the most powerful one that's kind of looks like the leader in the center of the room. All right. Or should it's I say all uh, white? <laughs> he sounds about white. There's the episode title. <laughs> all right. So, oh, Lord. Ooh, okay. That is a 29. That is a hit. Yay! So, and that's 20 points of damage. 20 points of damage. And I can't apply any, like, uh... Debilitating injuries or anything? Can I? Uh, depending on what they would do. Considering she's undead, she'd be immune to, immune to a lot of those things. Yes, I was thinking, because I don't think she can be bewildered, disoriented, or hampered. I'm just imagining her hampered and stuck into a, like a laundry basket. Right. Yeah. <laughs> She'd probably fit. Like the, like the snuggle bear. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or can, can she be hampered? I, I bet she couldn't be bewildered or disoriented. Could she be hampered, though? Uh, what does that one do? Hampered? Uh, hampered. Uh, all of the target speed is reduced by half. Uh, to a minimum of five feet uh, for the one round, uh, and they cannot take a five-foot step if we're in that round. Uh, I th- that would work. Uh, is the debilitating injury... It's not really like a mind-affecting effect or anything like that, right? No, it's just uh, like a sneak attack that's extra sneaky, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, basically, you shoot your bow Place. and you hit like yeah. a tendon so it slows her down for a second yeah I'll, I'll allow it okay uh, what was the total damage on that again uh, 20 20 alright damage taken and her movement is now halved basically yep just for the round though okay not a problem and it is now her turn so she's going to retaliate Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, she is going to move up to you, and she's going to try a Stunning Fist. <laughs> stunning Fist? Is she a white monk? Right. Uh, that is a 20, not natural. Oh, oh thank God. Okay, Smith. All right. So she misses on that. And since she moved, she only gets one attack... She can't do a flurry of blows because she moved. All right. That brings us to Cabal. All right. So the first thing Cabal is going to do is with his swift action, he's going to cast Bane on his on his longbow. Okay. Um, and he's going to name Undead. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get some extra damage. Ooh. Um, and then I will target the same one that's attacking Jobert, the strong one. I will try to hit her with my bow. Go for it. 24. That's a hit. All right. Four. Let's roll the regular damage. Okay. And then roll my 2d6 for the bane damage. 15 points of damage. 15 points of damage. And then since I didn't move, am I able to attack again? Uh, If you've got two attacks, yes. Yeah. So we're going to do it again. Yeah. One more time. Uh, 22. That is a miss. No! Okay. 
you got a good hit in there. Yeah. All right, Diego. Okay, so if I turn into a dire lion, that takes a standard action. That means that I would only be able to move. Is that correct? That is correct. Hmm. Okay. So in that case, I'm going to do, I'm going to delay doing that, and I'm going to move forward to be able to attack her, uh, and I'll be beside Jobert. Uh, I can't get into a um, flanking position. Sorry, Jobert. Uh, try to work on that. Uh, That's okay. But I will attempt a flurry of blows against her. Okay. Uh, that is a 21. That's a miss. And that is a 24. That's a hit. Yay! That is seven points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. And uh, since I only did a five-foot step, I can still do my second attack, right? Yes. So that is a 18, which is a miss. Mm-hmm. And that is a 24. That's a hit. For 13 points of bludgeoning damage. Ooh. All righty. Well, they're doing some damage on her. And ho- next time I'll change to a dire line. Very good. Renly. Uh, am I Renly or am I Carrie? I can't remember. It's been so long. I have no idea. Well, we're going to say I'm Renly, just because that's I wrote, fair. I wrote down Renly last week. Okay. Well, then, Renly it is. Um, so what I'm going to do is um, I am going to do a knowledge check on the ninja one. I'm sure that... that it's just a, a monk white, but I want to be sure. Okay. Um, what is that? Knowledge what? Religion. She likes Buddha, and she's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 26. 26. Okay. So she is a dread white monk. A dread white monk. Mm-hmm. So she has all you know the special abilities of a monk that you know from Diego uh, but she also has the nifty ability to do energy drain oh no and so if she attacks you she will drain your energy there is not a save until 24 hours later so you said energy drain so like you're, you need to sit down for a minute or what do you mean uh, energy I've met drain. people like that before. Right. <laughs> uh, energy drain as in she basically will suck a level out of you. A level? Yes. So does that mean that, like, if we go down a level and we just got a feat, we'd lose a feat? Or something like that? Because that seems like a lot of math. <laughs> it's relatively simple overall for what it does. Basically, you would get a negative one penalty on ability checks, attack rolls, combat maneuver checks, combat maneuver defense, saving throws, and skill checks. You would also reduce your current and total hit points by five. Harsh. Yeah. 
you would also be considered one level lower for anything that has a requirement for level. So, like, your spellcasting uh, level would be one level lower. Uh, anything that has a requirement for being a certain level, you wouldn't be able to get it if you were below that level. Ooh, man, I start losing sneak attack die if I lose two levels, so let's... Uh... And since you did roll high enough, I will tell you that in order to reverse the energy drain, these negative levels that it gives you, it would require either the restoration spell, not lesser restoration, but regular restoration, or... Well, you know, I think Dwarfy had that. I was just about to ask. <laughs> or 24 hours later, you automatically get a chance to make a save against these energy drain. However, if you fail at that 24-hour mark, that negative level becomes permanent. <gasps> oh. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. So we need to find rest... Where are going to find a cleric at this, in this town? At this hour. <laughs> that isn't evil. <laughs> it's like, there's plenty that are around town. All light night clerics are evil, right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Can I borrow a cup of restoration, please? Do they have drive-through windows? <laughs> it's the drive-through chapel. Instead of getting married, you get rest restored. Yes. I'm, yeah. yeah, I need a level back. Come on, please. <laughs> but the priest is dressed as Elvis. Right. <laughs> you do well, have to... burn in salvation. <laughs> you do have to play the slot machine to see if you're allowed to get restoration back. Slot machines for the wedding night. Uh, no, that's oh. the slut machine. Oh. Cha-ching! Been there, played that. Ew. <laughs> Eight seconds, huh? <laughs> it's Philip's nickname in high school. <laughs> Eight seconds? That's a glory. Like that movie. <laughs> that no one remembers. I thought you were going to say eight-second ride. <laughs> all right. So what does Rinley do with all that information? Um... <laughs> Leaves and closes the door behind him. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've had enough of you people. <laughs> yeah. Goes and joins that, Roderick. Right, yes. <laughs> you 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 you've got this, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna go join Roderick. Um No, but I will I will say Don't don't let her hit. Don't let her hit, she will drain you of your energy. And then I'm gonna yep. cast mirror image on myself. So yeah, casting Philip mirror actually image. stood up at my wedding and said that. <laughs> Don't let her hit Um, let's see. So it's two D four plus one. That's not super. Uh, I have two, three. Is it plus one? I believe so. If it is, that's terrible. There's four carry the ones total. I got uh, wait two, three plus one is four. So no, there's five carry the ones. So your own quintet. For the math majors, that means you have 20% chance of hit. Right. Alrighty. Anything else for Renly? Uh, I can't change because it just casts a spell. And I don't want to move because I don't want to go anywhere near the, those monsters. So, no. That's it. I'm done. Alright. It is now the other white's turns. Uh-oh, Ridley, in Russia, monsters move to you. 
<laughs> Surprise! <laughs> oh no, they have a good movement speed. You're in luck, Ridley. <laughs> that one didn't get close enough. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Oh! Now who's oh, laughing? Is. Now who's laughing, sir? <laughs> Diego, you know, he was a tire lion right now. <laughs> yeah. Right. So one of them wasn't quite able to make it across the room. He didn't have quite enough movement. But uh, the one from the southwest moved around the column and right beside Renly. Uh, the one that was kind of in the northeast moved down to Diego. And the one in the southeast area of the room moved over to Chaubert. Yep. The ones that were taunting me the most both got one. So I'm cool. <laughs> and Cabal's happy right now. And that is called karma. Alrighty. So, white number one attacking Renly. Uh, that's a six. That's a miss. That is a miss. Attacking Diego. Fourteen. That is a miss. And attacking Chauvier. Twenty. Not natural. Oh, thank God. Miss. <laughs> <laughs> so they all miss. Well, that was fun. They didn't. They they threatened, but they didn't really do anything. And that brings us back to the top of the round with Showbear. All right. What actually? What can you do? Because doesn't he get attacks of opportunity if he attacks? No, attacking will not provoke. If he uses his bow, it would. Unless you have that. I think it's called slap shot. Yeah, and I don't. Um. But what I think I am going to do is use acrobatics. So if I use acrobatics to get out of this position where I'm touching, where I'm like near both of two whites, basically three, actually adjacent to three of them, they all three get opportunities of attack or or do I I have to roll each acrobatic separately against them? Or how does that work? Well, where are you trying to move first? Because you might be able to do this for free, depending on where you're trying to go. Uh, it'll be more than a five-foot step, I think. Okay. Um, I was going to try to get out of here to break up the party. Or if it's if it's going to incur the attacks, then I was thinking about just taking a five-foot step back so I can keep shooting with my bow. If you take the five-foot step back, it would not provoke at all. Okay. If you do try to go up to that upper area where you're looking at, you would provoke... Uh, technically, from each square you leave that is threatened. Right, so it'd be all three. And so do I have to roll three times against each one of them? Or is it one uh, time for all three of them? That's the. It would be each square that is threatened you would have to roll. Oof. It's where the squares that are threatening and the making the rolls with acrobatics and all that stuff, it's kind of a crunchy rule. Yeah. But it's technically like you would have to make a roll for each character that you would provoke an attack of opportunity from separately. Right, right. That makes sense. Um, dang, diggity, dang. And I don't want to step back and leave Diego to where he can get triple teamed. 
He might like it. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I was hoping to try to draw, like, draw a few of them away and like widen it up instead of us getting cornered all. In we, the... get, we get done with this fight, and Diego's level one. Right, <laughs> <laughs> he's back at the beginning. He's a little kid. I'm a little kitty. Meow. Meow. It's kind of like in Aladdin when they turn Raja into the little kitten tiger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so if I just uh, drop my bow and start swinging with uh, my short sword, does that take a movement action, or is that still? It is free to drop. Um, so it would be a, a move equivalent action to draw, and then a standard action to attack. Okay, so as long as I don't move, I can drop and draw. You could drop, and you can draw while moving. Okay, right. But the, the dropping the bow would be free, so you don't have to worry with that. Okay. You can either stand here and draw an attack, or you can like take a five foot step and while you're drawing an attack. Okay. All right. I will do that then. I will take a five foot step and draw my short sword and attack the same white that I've been attacking. Okay. Lady White. Lady White. And we... Here we go. Ah, uh... 30. That's definitely a hit. (laughs) (laughs) It's a nice hit. (laughs) And that's nine points of damage. Okay. And since I did all that, I don't get a second attack. Is that correct? Uh, Dropping is free, and you only took a five-foot step. So you can take the second attack. Oh, all right. And that was not as good. That is a 22. That is a miss. Ugh. Okay. That brings us to her turn. And she's not very happy with you. So she's going to do a flurry of blows attack. Oh, no. First attack. It's a natural 20. Oh no! All right, bad monk, bad. To confirm, that's a twenty-eight to confirm. All right. What's her name, Miss Bitch? (laughs) Her name is Acrecia. Acrecia, bitch. (laughs) She doesn't appreciate that tone. (laughs) Nice, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I think she put the comma in there. Okay. Uh, All right. So she did confirm the critical on the first hit of the Flurry of Blows. And it is Crushed Toe. Oh, no. Your toe. Normal damage and 1d4 dex damage. Target's land speed is halved until you are healed. Oh, boy. Good thing I'm not a rogue. All right, so your regular damage from that. That is eight points of regular damage. Ouch. Four points of dex damage. Oh. And you're drained a level. Yeah. So it's it's uh, eight points of regular damage minus five for the level drain? Yes, so for the level drain, you'll be at basically minus one for everything, and then 
subtract five points from your current hit points and five from your total hit points. Right. So your maximum is also reduced by five. Okay. That was hit number one. Uh, let me double check something real quick. <laughs> Man, with the dex damage and losing a level, my attacks became real terrible. Do you, what is it? Uh, my plus is a plus nine when it was 11 and plus four when it was six on my second attack and my damage has gone down also. Plus nine is not horrible. Because that was a critical, you actually take two negative levels. There you go. Ouch. That hurts. All right. So Jobert just falls down in the fetal position. Because per the monster rule, uh, this attack saps a living opponent's vital energy and happens automatically when a melee or ranged attack hits. Each successful energy drain bestows one or more negative levels. Uh, if an attack that includes energy drain scores a critical hit, it bestows twice the listed number of negative levels. All right. And that is... So, okay, okay. All right, so it's minus 10 on the hit points then for that. And then... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. All right, so that was one attack. You also notice that as you start feeling weaker, she starts feeling a little bit stronger. Oh, great. She heals herself. Going in for the second attack of her flurry of blows. Uh, it's a 14. Oh, good. And her third attack. Then 11. Oh, poof, all right. And she's going five foot step back. All right, that's her turn. That was fun and effective. Cabal. Okay, so Cabal sees that Jobert just got zapped like crazy, and so he wants to he wants to end her really quick so she can stop doing that. So the first thing he do he'll do with his swift action is he's going to cast uh, he's going to bring a judgment, and so he will cast the judgment of destruction. Which gives him extra damage. Okay. No, call uh, it the, the judgment of dirty bitch, because she's a dirty bitch. <laughs> dirty, dirty bitch. She's doing dirty things to our people. So so I'm going to cast that first to give me some extra damage. Um, and then I will also use my feat of rapid shot to be able to e- fire an extra arrow this turn. Mm-hmm. 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 So, um, so I guess I will try to hit her with three arrows. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay, so that is 26. That's a hit. Okay. For 17 damage. Okay. Ooh, damn. That hurt. Well, that it hurts because of the bane as well. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bringing the thunder. That's right. So 24 to hit. That hits. Okay. Roll for damage. 12 damage. Okay. And then the last arrow. Mm-hmm. That is only a 21. That's a miss. Yeah. Okay. I did some damage to her. You did a lot of damage to her. <laughs> All right. She's not very happy with you now. Come get uh, some, babe girl. <laughs> uh, well, it is Diego's turn. And you have a white right in your face. Yes, I see this. Uh, so 
first off, Diego is going to go dire lion on him. Okay, you would need to take a five foot step over to do it, to have enough space. And that you would need... mean that I would have to move to above, in front of Cabal. That's okay, I'll protect Cabal. Right. Protect me. <laughs> so I will move over, uh, and doing that... Woo! <laughs> okay, uh, so Diego has uh, transformed. That is a standard action. So given his size, does this mean that he could attack either of those two whites? Or yes. can he attack... What you about can... her? Can he attack her? Uh, you can attack her or th- three of the four whites. Okay, I will attack the uh, main woman now. Okay. That, that seems more prudent and because she's 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 real harsh <laughs> yeah the flurry of blows is uh she a bitch so I'm going to return a flurry of blows on her okay since you did grow in size I don't think you can do a flurry of blows oh you're right I can only do a, a do an unarmed strike right so you can do a single attack uh, that is a 27 definitely a hit for uh, 13 points of bludgeoning damage. Considering she had one hit point left, she did. Oh. oh. Woo! Way to go, Cabal. You, you really hit her. Thank you so much. <laughs> I feel useful. And Joubert gets all his levels back. You took her all <laughs> down to one. That's perfect. <laughs> well, y'all did a lot of damage on her early on. Cabal got super judgy, and he was like, no, no. Don't touch me there. (laughs) My no-no square. square. (laughs) Okay, so Diego basically bitch slaps her and she dies. (laughs) And now I'm a large target. Hey. Mm -hmm. And that brings us to Renly. All five of you. Actually, all five of us. That actually changes what I was going to do because I was going to actually channel all of my music into like one or two people so that we could get rid of this lady who is very bad news. But I don't think I have to do that anymore. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a five-foot step, start singing my... Uh, change to carry, then start singing my song. Um, and then we're... Uh, let's just do a good old... good old-fashioned flaming. Flamers. That's us. Well, most of us. 80% of us. <laughs> Just Philip. <laughs> Yas Queen. It's a, big, it's a big 80%. <laughs> Are y'all waiting on me? Do I have to do anything else? No, oh, that's I all was... you could. Okay. I was like. Okay. <laughs> no, I can had, just. Stand, you, you had... Standard was changing. Move uh, was um, singing. And then Five Foot Step is free. Yep. And then what were you singing? Uh, oh, uh, I was singing the flaming song. Oh, that's right. Okay, but that's what you said. Sorry, I got distracted with the, <laughs> the jokes. It's like <laughs> he was seriously flaming. Come on, right? All right, that brings us to the whites. All right, so the one there's one by Chaubert. Uh, there are two that aren't going to move by Diego, and there's one that will take a five-foot step in toward the ball. 
So they all have somebody to, to swing at. So, Zeke attacking Chaubert. It's a 16. All right. Wait, does that hit with all your dra- levels drained and all that? Actually, that's a good question. Um, With your dexterity like, damage. He, he was like, I'm safe. Oh, oh wait. <laughs> Is it a minus on it for his uh, armor class? Well, yes, the I'm four. Figure out. The four points of dex damage would have dropped his AC by two. No, that does not hit. Okay. Thank God. Because RPG scribe's weird, but yeah. It, it, yeah. I should be. I think I'm fine. All right. Uh, all right. So that was a reach out and touch and a miss. And we've got the two attacking the large kitty. Yeah. That's uh, a 12 for the first one. That is a miss. And a natural one for the second one. Ooh, that's a big time miss. <laughs> uh, with a 19 confirm. Uh, that one can definitely be a miss still. So that is a fumble. The white test itself. Oh no! <laughs> okay. Uh, awkward attack. You take a minus two penalty to AC for 1d4 rounds. So his AC is lowered by two. Uh, since it, the attack was against you, John, you roll the d4. That is the most awkward die to pick up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you just slam your hand on top of it really hard and grab it. It just stabs into you. Yeah. Ah, yes, the Lego wound. I got that. Uh, unfortunately, I rolled a one. All right. So his AC is lowered by two for one round. Well, I'm glad I complained. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next white also. Was that both whites already that attacked Diego? Yeah, the first one missed and the second one got the one. Okay. Losing track. And then one of them's going to attack Cabal. For the 10. These guys suck. <laughs> they, they roll terrible. <laughs> it's like me and the werewolves all over again. Nice. All right. That brings us to Chaubert. Um, Chaubert is going to take a five-foot step away from the one white that's adjacent to him and go to the one so he can flank with Diego. Okay. And... So he's got a short sword, and that is a 12. That is a miss. All right. And I don't know if I get a second attack now, because I've dropped two levels. So before, I didn't, I don't think, at this level. But RPG Scribe still, it lowered my, my plus for the second attack. So it's still showing that I have a base attack bonus of uh, plus six and plus one now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Does that mean I still get a second attack or no? Because like I said, when I was this level before, I don't think I did. But now RPG Scribe is still showing that I do. Um, I'm not sure how it works with the multiple attacks. I do know that like for spellcasters, if when they lose the levels they don't lose the spells known and the spell slots even though they drop the level so I'm thinking maybe the extra attacks still stick around you just lose your your bonus drops on it right okay 
So then I will make my second swing. And that is an 11. Also a miss. <laughs> I'm glad we cleared that up. Yeah. <laughs> but it does, I mean, I mean, I, I get the thought behind it because you don't forget things that you knew how to do. You just don't have the, you know. You don't have as much energy behind it. <laughs> right. Right, right. You still know how, how to be quick and take the extra attack. It's just, it's more laboring to do so. All right. Uh, would be Acretia's turn, but she did again. So that brings us to <laughs> Cabal. Okay. So Cabal's going to take advantage of the white that uh, Jobert just flanked uh, to get a bonus off one of his feet. So he will attack him first. Okay. All right. Here comes uh, Mr. Buzzkill. Do you have to be flanking? No. Or does it have to be flanked? That's one of the great things about being an Inquisitor. You get to take uh, advantage of team uh, teamwork feats without oh. you actually having to do it. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I will attack him for 22. That's a hit. All right. So let's roll regular damage for 13 damage. 13 damage. And then I will attack that same white again. Mm-hmm. For 21. That's a hit. Okay. Regular damage plus Bane damage. 11 points of damage. 11. All right. It's still standing. All right. Which will bring us to Diego. Okay. So um, he has the opportunity to do either one of those. So what he will do is... um, Flurry of blows on the white between him and Jobert. Okay. Um, that is a 26. That's a hit. For 11 points of bludgeoning damage. He did. Uh, can I. You can change targets. My... Yes, I will move my target to the one beside the ball. Okay. Wait, no, the the one that you lowered the AC on, he's not dead, right? No, he is not. Okay. He's the one that's got the little skull symbol up there. Yes. 22. That's a hit. And which one did you decide to go for? The one by Cabal or the other one up the by one, you? The one by Cabal. The one by Cabal. Okay. 22 hits. Daddy's protecting me. <laughs> for another 11 bludgeoning damage. Okay. So he's, now are you going to just call him Daddy Diego from now on? 100%. Daddy Diego. Only, only when he's in this form, though. When he's in Big Daddy form. You know? <laughs> yeah, otherwise he's just a little kitty. Yeah. <laughs> he's got okay, that, and now that the, Big Daddy energy. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the lesser the lesser blows. Hold on. These may not uh, hit someone. Uh, oh, that turned out okay. Um, 24. That's a hit. Eight bludgeoning damage. Okay. Are you guys taking off of the... Are you using your uh, fire damage? No. Ooh, I didn't oh, use it. Oh, I forgot about it. Well, uh, your hand is still on this chest piece. Right. So <laughs> yeah. fire damage is 1d6. 1d6. He would have got a three from the first hit. Okay. And a one from the second hit. 
Okay. This thing's still alive. And here's the last blow. Ooh, and a 19 with an 8 is a 27. Definitely a hit. For 14 points of bludgeoning damage. And two points of fire damage. It's crispified. Yay! And dead. I like a crispy critter. Yay. <laughs> All right. We're down to two. And one of them is wounded. Thanks. Thanks, Diego. Anytime. Meow. Meow, both. A big ass meow. And it's Renly's turn. Ta-da! So, I guess, I mean, there's two left. Uh, I'm going to continue singing and then just whiz on by and knock this one with my hammer. Uh, I'm actually using Dwarfy's hammer. Okay. Ooh. Extra special uh, hammer. Yeah. And he didn't turn into Dwarfy like when he uses Thurskill's hammer because I think when Dwarfy was fixing that hammer, he flipped a switch somewhere. But the same thing does not happen with uh, Dwarfy's hammer. Anyway. Natural 20. Roll to confirm. It's the revenge of Dwarfy. Not going to confirm. That's pretty much Dwarfy. Uh, (laughs) What's the total? 12. 12 total. It's so close. No, wait. 12, 13, 14 because of the... No, wait. 12, 13 because of the magic. Because this is the one that's AC is lowered by two, a 13 confirms. (laughs) Ha ha! I'm glad I complained! (laughs) Go off, Karen the One. Yay! (laughs) Um, Okay, so... Let's get your crit card. Yeah, this is with a bludgeoning weapon. Just do double damage on this one because the other two effects don't really affect the undead creature. So, double damage. But, for funsies, what did it say? Broken nose. Normal damage, (laughs) one charisma damage, and one bleed. You broke a ghost's nose. Think about it. Well, he's a zombie, not a ghost. Oh, okay. (laughs) You can do whatever you want to those guys. The nose is probably on the floor. Gross. Oh, wait, that is... He's got the Michael Jackson nose? Yeah. <laughs> Although, for some reason, I was thinking of, like, Rookie of the Year when he, like, smacks the doctor in the face <laughs> and the doctor says, Funky butt-loving. Mm-hmm. Did he just say funky butt-loving? <laughs> I think so, I'm going to have to go find this. I've never seen this. You've never seen oh, Rookie of the Year? Oh, you have Rookie of the Year? So good. I love that movie. Even now. <laughs> Seven for the first. Here's the double... Um, 13 for the other half of the double. Okay. So, 13 total? Uh, no, no, no. 21. Uh, 21 total. Okay. Keep going, because I got flaming. Yep, keep going. Uh, two flaming, and then the second one from the double damage is six flaming, so another eight points. And in a single hit, you kill that white. You not only flattened his nose, you flattened him. That's true. He's like a burnt pancake right now. All right. Anything else for Carrie the One with the Revenge of Dwarfy? Uh, no, she's good. She's good. I said she keeps singing. She's she's keeping on singing, right? Bleeded now. Sort of. There you go. I tried my best. (laughs) 
Okay. So it is the one single remaining white's turn. Uh, he doesn't scare easily. He's going to move up to Chaubert because you look the weakest. Dang, called you out, bro. <laughs> 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 but he ain't scared or anything. That's uh, a 17 to hit. And... Yeah, that's a miss. All right. That's all he can do. And it's Chaubert's turn. All right, so I'm going to swing at him back, I guess. Uh, that is a 14. 14 misses. Alright, so let me try another swing. Remember, you guys all got the plus one. Oh, so that would have been 15. 15 would hit. Oh, okay. So now all you right. figured out it's AC. <laughs> <laughs> so that is a. Let me sure. It's a 7 points of damage. Okay. Plus fire? Oh yeah, forgot about the fire. I haven't been hitting anything, so uh, <laughs> and it's one, one, one fire. One fire. Already. And then on the second attack, that is sixteen. Sixteen hits. And that is six points of regular damage, and oh, six points of fire damage. All right. Ooh. Very good. To end his turn, Chaubert is going to take a five foot step onto the other side of the of the white okay it's pulling him further away from the group and that brings us to cabal okay so cabal's just gonna just gonna fire up the old longbow again and uh try to put this guy out of his memory misery <laughs> out of his memory out of his memory <laughs> too yeah <laughs> um 18 uh, uh 18 hits 15 damage. And that white is dead. Yay. Already. Took him right out. I know. I don't know why we were so scared. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I, I know what Jobert took a, yeah, took a lot of it, but yeah. The rest of us are fine. The fact that y'all got a, a lot of big attacks in on Acretia before she was able to do a lot of damage is what saved you in this one. She was the big threat for this fight. Um... I don't want to, you know, I don't want to help you any, but I kind of figured that she was the one we needed to focus on because her token's different. Well, well, also just that she looked so different from when, when he described her. I was like, yeah, that's definitely the one. Yeah, I mean, and she so, would have she would have looked different to you anyway because she's like in battle robes and stuff because she's a monk. Okay. Yeah, and uh, Diego would have recognized her as a, a threat. Quite honestly, I thought every one of these whites could do the drain. I think that's also why I was... They they, they could. They just... Oh, they can. They yeah. just never hit us. They never hit. Because the regular whites, uh, they have a plus four to their attack. She has a plus ten. Ooh. Well, I'm glad they're dead. They saw what we did to her. They got scared. <laughs> okay. Let's see what kind of weapons and armor is in this armory. Uh, grab a heart. And yeah, let's do that. Okay. So I'm going to detect magic right off the bat. While you're doing that, Diego Diego looks at the uh, robes that Acretia's wearing and says, glad I don't have monk robes right now. 
Ooh. Those things are horrible looking, girl. I'm just saying. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, when you came for her fashion. When you grow into a lion like that, do your clothes just rip off? Are you going to be like, what, what goes on there? Right. Is it going to be a Hulk situation yeah. or like an Ant-Man situation? You're just naked every time you come back. <laughs> Let, let's hope it's we, let's hope it's the Ant-Man situation. <laughs> we just have to carry a backpack with extra clothes for him. So every yeah. time he does right. it, we just, here's your clothes. <laughs> Renly slash carry the one with the detect magic. I'm not sure if that radiates as magic or not. We'll say it does just for the sake of it's a cool Funsies. item. Yeah. But because these are whites and you know dead, they don't have a lot of fancy armor or weapons or anything on them because they were just using their hands to attack you. But what about the armory? Um, There's a whole bunch of weapons in here. Looking around the room, you do see that most of these crates with the assorted weaponry and armor, it's mostly junk. Things are broken, chipped, bent, and rusted. It seems like it's all been rifled through and all the good stuff has been taken. So like an undead army's group of weapons. You know, when you see in movies and they're the skeleton army and they have the broken (laughs) weapons. Right, exactly. It's mostly like the weapons you'd see on skeletons and stuff like that with being broken and rusted and stuff. Uh, So nothing to find really there. The main things to notice in this room are that stone vase in the center of the room, and it has the remaining portions of Kavlaka Sane's heart in this foul-looking and smelling liquid. You said the remaining portions? Are there missing pieces to his heart? There are missing pieces to her heart. To her heart, excuse me. I didn't mean to misgender this monster. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't get the whole thing. No. Right? It's only just these this remaining pieces of the heart. Ugh, I hate that. You also see with your detect magic, kind of on the ground beneath the vase, there is a clay pot with this, like, other liquid in it that is kind of radiating magic. Ooh. What is it? What do I have to roll to find out? Be a spellcraft. 18. 18. Mm, Can anybody do better? I think Cabal's the only one that can roll spellcraft. Yeah, hang on. Spellcraft. Okay, let's see what we got. Oh. I got a 23. 23. There we go. Uh, with a 23, you would recognize this is a jar of marvelous pigments. So is it like marvelous the... pigmen? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nasty pigs uh is it from like the dye shop that they were in uh not exactly uh this the pigments within here enable the possessor to create actual permanent objects simply by depicting their form in two dimensions so you would paint an object and create it for real oh that sounds cool does it can i I paint a magical object and create Mm, it for real no Okay, only non-magical items. Correct. So one living items? Uh, no, I don't believe living items are on there. Um, but it does say that one pot of marvelous pigments 
is sufficient to create a 1,000 cubic foot object by depicting it two-dimensionally over a 100 square foot surface. Uh, only normal inanimate objects can be created. Creatures cannot be created. Pigment must be applied to a surface. It takes 10 minutes and a DC-15 craft painting check to depict an object with the pigments. Cannot create magical items. Objects of value depicted by the pigments, such as precious metals, gems, jewelry, ivory, and so on, appear to be valuable, but are really just made of tin, lead, glass, brass, bone, and other such inexpensive materials. Ooh. But you can use it to create normal weapons, armor, and other mundane items, including food, whose value does not exceed 2,000 gold pieces. Can you paint a hole in a wall like a Wile E. Coyote cartoon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a great question because we could do that to open doors and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I thought you were going to say create a glory hole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, w one thing at a time, but yeah. Extra planar <laughs> glory hole. <laughs> now I'm just thinking of portal. All right. <laughs> Uh, it doesn't say anything about creating like a hole or a, or anything with it. But you create it on a canvas and then you like pull it out basically. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. So no, I'm into it. Thing. Roger Rabbit, where you could throw the hole on the wall. <laughs> right. Acme holes. Yeah. So long as Judge Doom doesn't come, he scares me. Hmm. Remember me, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> It's a nifty little item. I'm not sure how much, like, how many things you can create with it till it runs out. Like I said, it does have enough to cover a hundred square feet foot surface. Okay. I, I, I mean, throw it in the bag of holding. Right. But other than that, that is all you see in this room. All right. So I guess we grab the heart and run. Mm, yeah. Okay. Sounds like a good idea. Well, where are we running to, though? Well, I know before we took, like, five weeks off you guys had discussed you know coming here to get the heart and then making your way through the center of town uh to get to Feldgrau tower is that still the plan yes but we've got somebody who is very hurt yeah well it's funny because i'm not down on hit points so much as just uh yeah uh well and how do i recover the dex damage or is that the Dex damage can be healed with lesser restoration, and you'll heal some of that overnight. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Let me check something, because there was this paste. Restorative ointment. Nope, no restoration. No restoration. Even though it says restorative ointment. But it's healing <laughs> thing. Mm -hmm. Or detoxifying, or whatever. Right. I have a restorative touch. What does that do? Oh, it, yeah. it cures us dazed, fatigued, shaken, uh, sickened, or staggered. Mm -hmm. um, so I was thinking that too. I was like, wait, I remember I have restorative, but nope. I mean, you do get, in 24 hours, you do get a chance to see if you make the save. Um, and it's not a super difficult save, DC. And I will, I will call down a judgment and give my surge to you, so to make sure you get that back. Oh, That'll be cool. Yeah. I feel like if we're, I mean, we're getting towards the main goal and that's probably not going to be an easy task for us. So it's like, uh, I'm feeling like I'll probably be a hindrance. I mean, I feel like we should 
I don't think we've lost any element of surprise or anything. We've got the heart, which is our main thing. We have part of the heart. Well, right. yeah. But at least they don't have it, so... Then... I feel like we should wait and regroup. I mean, what do you guys think? Because like I said, I think I'm going to be a hindrance because, uh, you know, I'm not, my attacks aren't as good, my, you know, and, and all that kind of stuff. My. Uh, well, I mean, this is really on our party for making a rogue a frontline fighter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we've almost lost fights with five people and everybody at top shape. So it's true. i think we could take the skeletons honestly right i think we could take the skeletons as long as everyone's got something bludgeoning i feel like the skeletons though is like uh an appetizer yeah like the last thing before we get in there they are and so it's like once we are tangling with the skeletons they'll know where we're coming yeah i will say once you get into the skeletons it'll be hard-pressed to let you try to rest somewhere before going into yeah, the big so, fight. Uh, we could just run away like big old sissies. <laughs> run away! But the the big bad evil guy, is uh, he is sentient enough that he might follow you. I will follow him. <laughs> follow, follow him wherever he may go. <laughs> yeah, I think we should wait. I think we should Jobert up. Okay. We can't lose another uh, another player. I'm, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, let's let him heal up. Okay. So are you guys going back to the dyer shop? Or are you going to try to, like, make camp here? No, I think we should get out of here for sure. I think we should go back to the shop. Yeah. Yeah, because we've got the heart now. I mean, this this is something they, they probably want to keep track of, so we should get going. Okay. Uh, so you guys make your way back to the dyer shop. Uh, you make it uneventfully... You can tell that there's been some semblance of battle going on around here with Roderick and Victor and the Prince's Wolves fighting the other demon wolves, trying to keep them at bay. But you've kind of made it back into your barracks. Uh, is what is the plan as you rest? Well, I think I'm. I think Cabal's going to give a Jobert some long-term healing to try to help him recoup as fast as we can. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll a heal check. Okay. And if that doesn't work, I, I can provide some. You can also aid if you'd like. Let me aid. 28. Uh, I got a 13, so that's going to be plus it's a plus, one. Plus two. So, plus two. So you get a 30. Definitely enough to provide the long-term care. So overnight, Shoberry, you will heal up two of those dex damage instead of just one. Okay, that's better. And then you rest through the night, trying to recover as much as you can. And you start to feel that uh, those negative levels start to really be taxing on you. So we'll need you to make a very important fortitude save next week. But we're all here right now. (laughs) 